So welcome everybody to the High Performance Podcast. My name is Marcus Ward, as you know. Um, it's absolutely awesome to be here today, and I'm lucky enough to be with Alex Bukowski. Um, Alex Bukowski is an operational readiness and ways of working lead at Rio Tinto in Western Australia. Um, Alex describes herself as positively disrupting organisations so humans can do great work. And uh, we're really excited to hear Alex's story today. So over to you, Alex. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I've been working at Rio Tinto for the last 10 years. And during that time, I've been working on a lot of projects, um, improving performance for um, individuals and teams across Rio Tinto. Um, over the last 18 months, I've been working on a really exciting project. So we have just um, started a new mine called Gudududuri. Um, that um, mine is set to be um, the most technologically advanced mine in the world, which is super exciting. Um, but to get us there, there's a lot of operational readiness work that needs to be done, a lot of complex problems that need to be solved. And part of my role has been bringing teams of people together to solve some of those problems and deliver some good outcomes. Awesome. Tell us a bit more about yourself, Alex. What do you do outside of work? <sighs> okay, well... <laughs> I am, I'm the mother of three, so wow. I've got three kids, um, so Harry and Jack and Grace and my husband Andrew, so we um, are very busy with kids stuff and school and the usual things. Um, I also am very interested in CrossFit, I do CrossFit every day uh, and I love the challenge and the constant learning that, that comes with that. I am an avid reader. So I read lots of books. I'm very interested in psychology, ways of working, leadership. Um, so a bit of a, a geek in that regard. And I also am a bit of a dab hand at cooking sourdough bread. So we don't buy bread in our house. I do a lot of baking. So that's my other, my other skill on the side. Awesome. So um, what I'm hearing there, you know, mother of three, CrossFit fanatic, and what is a big role as well with work. So um, this is probably a good segue for our next question. When we talk about high performance, uh, I imagine you've got to be a high performer juggling all those balls. So what does high performance mean to you? I've got a really simple formula for my own personal high performance and the approach I take to high performance in teams. So the simple equation um, starts with relationships. So it's all about connection for me, about building that foundation of high quality connections um, with people. Um, that's how work, work gets done. So then the equation then goes on to adding um, the conditions um, for good work. So those include um, having the right ways of working and support for the people who have to get stuff done. Um, often my role has been taking outdated old ways of working that just are simply not fit for um, the organisations of today and implementing practices that are more agile and adaptive so that the, um, the work can get done. So you take the relationships, then you take really good conditions for working and that equals high performance. So then it's just about letting, empowering the team to get on with it and providing them with the coaching along the way. Um, to remind them and to nudge them to changing their mindsets and behaviours um, and um, the rest will take care of itself. 
That's awesome. So um, a strong believer in people over process, which is really interesting for us because it's not always seen that way. Um, how have you found it in having those conversations around the value of connections? Honestly, tough. Yeah. I work in a mining organisation <laughs> with a bunch of engineers. Um, it's not always top of the agenda. Um, I think you have to have come up with this um, way of thinking about it recently, which is um, meet people where they are but take them on a little walk. So oh, nice. it's about what are the nudges and the small things that you can put in place to build some of these things. So it might just simply be a ritual at the start of the meeting where you have a small moment of having that team connect that can be enough so start small and then build from there so um, it's not um, you know we, we come from a, a time of when emotions weren't meant to be in the workplace which I think is absolutely ridiculous emotions are who we are and if we enhance them um, again that can lead to high performance awesome thank you so I'm hearing a couple of things there the world's most technologically advanced mindset um, you've got this very challenging role that you're trying to bring ways of working into an industry a lot of people might perceive as quite traditional. Um, so tell us about you know, what, what ways of working looks like at Rio or what it looked like when you started. We have had the opportunity with this um, new mindset to create a new way of working and also a new culture. So there's, real, there's three words that we have looked to use to build this culture and the new foundation. So they are caring, connected and trusted. With that foundation, it allows you the, um, the guidance to do things a little bit differently. So I'd say the way that we work at Budadari is very different um, and that was what attracted me. Um, so the ways that we're working, are we've got a lot of different technology that people haven't used. We're trying to create this um, new culture so with that is the opportunity to go, well, let's try some new ways of working. So we were lucky enough to have a really complex problem that we needed to solve quickly. And with that, we brought in um, some agile practices, some of the tools, um, and they've worked really well. Thank you. So I can imagine by now some people are listening in and they're probably drawing some parallels thinking about their situation and their organisation. So yeah, hey, it, it sounds great and everybody loves the concept of ways of working. We're all probably here saying, but how did you do it? You know, you've got a big organisation, you've got some pretty established ways. Where did you start, Alex? What, what were some of the steps? The first thing is gathering a group of people together who are willing to, to do this work. So we had, we had a really strong mandate to solve a complex problem, which was how, did, how could we mobilise our workforce who were based in Perth and across the Pilbara to site, to start um, and get ready for, um, for mining kicking off? Um, so we had, we had the mandate, we had this vision, and we wanted to make sure that we underpinned that mobilisation with those caring, connected and trusted values. Uh, so with that vision, it really enabled us to communicate that to our stakeholders and really get this team that we created um, fired up around this vision. Once we'd done that, we had about seven, seven people in this team who'd never done our job before, had hardly worked together in a team before. So it goes back to what I was saying earlier about um, high performance. We started building the relationships with this team. We implemented 
a version of Scrum. We use the, um, the rituals and, and the tools and the roles of Scrum and giving them the relationship development and the Agile piece really um, allowed us in six weeks to do a really what I think really shocked people in terms of the quality of the output that we were able to deliver. Just, just to clarify what we're, we're hearing here, th this wasn't a technology project. No, not, not at all. This was, an, uh, I'd probably describe it most as an employee experience project. So yeah. the aim was to take our employees and get them to site with them feeling that they were connected to this new mindset, that they were surrounded by a trusted team of people um, and that they'd had a really good experience. So one of the goals that we had was after their first week, they would fly home to their families and say, I've made the right decision. That's the feeling we wanted to get people um, talking about. Yeah, right. And I just think about, um, you know, that as an example is great, you know, where we can point to, you know, a true operational business and you've been able to bring in some of these principles is incredible. Um, so what was the experience like for you? What was it like for the team? In the beginning, it was, Scary because we, uh, we we had about four or five weeks till mining started and literally nothing had been done. So, it you know, we can talk about the experience, which we had to design and we didn't have, but also we didn't know when people needed to be on site, who needed to be on site when. So we had, we had a whole plan to pull together. But then on top of that, we had to make it happen. So we had to book flights. We had to make sure there were rooms for people. We had to pull together welcome packs for people. We had to create um, ways of making sure people felt supported through, through the journey. So we had to do it all from scratch. So without those ways of working that we put in place, we just wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah. And what sort of feedback did you get along the way when, you know, working with the team, working with the stakeholders, you're bringing in quite a very different way to solving a complex problem. The team who was working on it loved it. Um, I think that one of the one of the challenges when you start introducing this to, this way of working to people is they don't want to go back to the old way of working. Um, it's so motivating and empowering for people. It gives people the the autonomy to make their own decisions and carve their own path, and and they just love it. So the the feedback I get is, "Don't make me go back to the real world." Um, our stakeholders, we used an, we used onboarding technology called Emboarder um, to also, so we, on top of everything else we did, we also implemented new technology, which is pretty cool. Um, so we actually used technology to gather feedback from um, employees and leaders on how their experience was through the journey. Um, and pretty much we were like at a five-star rating for most of the time. So people just loved the experience um, that we put together. Thank you. And um, when you think about mobilisation, I mean, mobilisation to me is kind of like an, it's a similar onboarding experience for somebody from start to finish. There's probably a lot of people out there listening that think about their onboarding experiences. What sort of advice would you give them if they were going to look at experimenting with ways of working? Just give it a go. Okay. Yeah. We, I think we, you spend so much time thinking about it, planning. And I think one of the things that I really love about Agile is about just get going. Give the people what 
some, some training, basic training on what they need and iterate and improve as you go. If we'd have sat around thinking about it and planning it, we, we just we would have done that for six weeks. So I'm a big believer in experimentation. Um, I think a, a, um, it's important to recognise you need to build psychological safety with the team in order to allow them to experiment because mistakes are going to happen. But if you have that psychological safety and you've spent the time building the relationship, that's okay. People can make mistakes. You just pick yourself up. Um, you um, reflect on on how you can improve, and you keep you keep on going. Great, thank you. Now it sounds like an amazing story. It's, it's groundbreaking. You've really disrupted an industry in terms of what you've done there. And I can't imagine all of it was smooth sailing. Can you tell us maybe were there a couple of points where you've might have questioned this or the challenges may have came? I think we were hit with some COVID restrictions in about week two. So we, we actually had spent a lot of time creating a, a war room where we had visual representation of all of our work. We had a journey map of how we wanted the experience to be. And we were inviting our stakeholders into that room to um, contribute and, and have conversations about the work we were doing. And unfortunately, COVID came and we had to pivot pretty quickly um, to doing all of that online. So using online um, facilitation tools like Miro um, that were quite new to the team was quite challenging. Um, but we just, we just gave it a go and we just invited people in and kept talking to people. Um, and I think what we ended up with was a better experience than the one we probably would have had um, without the COVID experience. Great. Thank you. That adaptability is so important. Um, if we look at the year ahead, it's likely that we're going to be in this hybrid world for a while. So how do we make sure that we've got that flexibility? That's great. Sure. Um, I think a, a final question that I'd probably ask for you is for somebody who's in a similar position, if they're trying to bring new ways of working into an organisation, what would be the advice that you give them after going through this journey? I think help is always useful. So one of the things that I did when I started is I, I needed help around me. So that's when you and I met and we got 22 Collective involved in the coaching and the training of what we did. That was really valuable to us. So having that support in place is really good. Uh, I think that just don't ever forget the people side of things. It, it, it's just so important. People skip over it. And if you don't have that connection with that team, when the going gets tough, um, you won't pick yourself back up and keep going. Great. Thank you. Well, a massive thank you for um, joining us on the podcast today. Um, you've got a truly inspiring story to tell. So thank you for sharing it. Um, I can imagine we're probably going to have a lot more questions. So is there a way that people can connect with you if they want to hear more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So please drop me a note. I'm always happy to share the story. And I love helping people on their own journey. So very open to people reaching out and having a chat. Great. Thank you, Alex. No problem. Thanks, Marcus.